One Piece, Episode 3. I'm your host, Golios. With me, Barker, Bones, and Eisenhoft. We watched the third episode of the live-action adaptation of One Piece. And Barker, who is a beginner to the series, will answer questions and be our guide. For the remainder of the live-action series, Barker will tell us about three characters. Let's start with your impressions of the show. Let's see. Episode three. Um, we met uh, Usopp, I think his name was. And he's kind of like the boy who cried wolf from the old story. That uh, he's he, ever since he was a little kid, was like running around shouting, the pirates are coming, the pirates are coming, to the point where no one ever believed him. Um, but the difference being, um, he's shouting the pirates are coming because he wants his dad to come back, who was a pirate. And, uh, so then our gang, Luffy and his guys showed up and they needed a, they needed a bigger ship and they found this really cool one with a goat head and Luffy was sure this was the one for them. And then they ran into Usopp on the ship. And Usopp said, oh, I can totally take you to the person who owns the shipyard and you can make a deal. So he took them to the big estate and met the young woman who had been, I don't remember her name, but she had, she was the daughter of the guy who had owned the shipyard. And the dad was dead. And it was her birthday, I think. And she was going to, she was sick. She was not doing very well. And there was uh, the, the house servants and the butler, scary butler, whose name escapes me. But uh, it looks like they're poisoning her slowly. Um, and it looks like the butler is really a bad guy. And I think he's the head of the Black Cat Pirates. And uh, Zorro kept thinking he recognized him. And then it turned out, yeah, he did. He was another, he was a pirate. And um, the butler guy killed the Ram guy who was their accountant, who was the, the, the woman, young woman's accountant, because he was asking too many questions. And I guess the butler wanted to kill poison the girl so that he could become the sole uh inheritor and controller of the shipyard and the estate um and then uh there was a big fight uh and yeah very it seemed like uh that um a couple of our characters got tossed down the well like they were left for dead and tossed down the well but obviously i don't think they're going to actually be dead because that would be the end of the show real quick um and then i don't oh yeah and then then there was also uh we kept cutting to um buggy and he got uh brought to see what was that guy's name he had like a sawtooth nose 
uh, he was like some kind of fish guy or something. And his name was like Arland, I think. Something like that. And so Arland was going to kill him, basically. And Buggy said, oh, yeah, but yeah, there's the uh, uh, straw hat pirate guy. I can tell you where he is and that he's got the map to the Grand Line. And I think he bought some time for himself by telling Arlon that. And then they would keep cutting to um, uh, Kobe uh, and the the commander's taking a shine to him, taking him under his wing, um, kicked the, the dopey guy out of the senior cadet role and giving it to Kobe. And Kobe turns out as a really seems like a great strategist. Then he's even beating the commander at the strategic chess type game. And so now they have a big lead and they're going to go hunt down the, the straw hat pirates. So watch out Luffy. And I think that's all I remember, but it was good. It was fun. Ah, very good. And now Eisenhoft. Okay. So yeah, once again, I was uh, impressed with how they handled uh, the transition into live action uh, with something that was extremely difficult, like the character of Usopp. Uh, how do you make that believable? Um, and yet they managed to do so. And they not only made him believable, but they made him sympathetic. Um, you actually felt a sense of sadness for the fact that uh, he missed being able to grow up with his father, who was his hero. But it was through a sense of longing uh, that he had him as his hero. Uh, and it was very interesting to see uh, the manner in which uh, they used Go, the Chinese game, uh, as a way to show the relationship building between um, Kobe and Garp. Uh, and uh, the way that Garp used that uh, to test Kobe's ability uh, to strategize uh, and found that he was actually quite good at it. Uh, so, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Very good. And Bones? Well, I was highly impressed with the, uh, the actual technical parts of making the show. I thought the, the shots were, looked like each frame looked each shot looked like it was out of a comic book. The angles of the shots and everything in the shots was really uh, appealing to me. Um, and I really loved the casting again, all the new characters um, and the, the acting is wonderful. Um, I, I love the sets. It looks like they put a lot of time and money into the sets and the costumes. Um, Story-wise, uh, I love the looks of the characters. Um, I love that Usopp is not, doesn't have some exaggerated body part. He's just, 
a, a normal live action type of guy. And but I do love that Arlong had the kind of a fishman face because you know he's not human. And uh, but that wasn't too overdone. It was it was just right. I thought the makeup and effects I thought were great. Um, the the villains, the pirates are really scary. They're really it's pretty dark. I like that. <laughs> it's serious stuff. Um, Kobe, he looks just like the guy in like the animated one to me, like a perfect suddenly if he became human. I love that. Um, yeah, I could just go on and on about all of those things. Um, but I, I like the way you it they're, they're, the in the story you get the feeling like there people are learning that that things aren't just uh, cliches that people don't just uh, not like I think uh, Nami and Zoro are finding out that that Luffy isn't like any other pirate they've ever known you know that they're messing he's messes with their heads to make them realize they believe something and that that's not that's not necessarily true that all pirates are bad and and that happens with lots of characters um you find out Usopp is a really cool guy and the reason he tells all these stories is because also that he misses his father and wants to be like his be out there in the world with his dad but but that he's trying to cheer up his sick friend and give her fun things to talk to stories because she's stuck in bed all the time. And, uh, yeah, it's very, it, that episode ended very tensely because, you know, she's being poisoned, you know, Luffy just drank a bunch of poison. And then <laughs> you know that, that the poor Mary, he's gotta be dead. Poor guy. How could he survive that? And, and then Zoro is chucked down the well with him too it's like it's all it's all like yikes i just wanted to watch another episode right away so bad <laughs> that's right and maybe we can do so again soon here and now we have some questions for barker tell us about usop usop is a young man who grew up in what was the name of that weird little town it was like Syrup Village or something like that. Crazy. And uh, he was a little kid when we first saw him. And he was obsessed with running through town shouting that pirates are coming. And at first we thought, oh, that's a bad thing. It's a warning. But it's actually his enthusiasm, his excitement, because he thinks maybe this time his dad is finally coming home. Um, but because he did that so often... Nobody believed anything that he said anymore um, because he had just said that in vain too many times. And uh, nobody wanted to hear from him anymore about pirates or pretty much anything else. And um, he had a mom who was very sick when we saw her and she died. Um, and so he was orphaned and um, he uh he was a big uh, teller of tall tales as it were he liked to make up fantastic adventures that he had uh 
uh, been part of, and mostly to entertain his friend, the young woman who was the the rich girl that lived in the estate. Um, but um, but yeah, he's got big dreams, but he doesn't have um, a whole lot to back it up. It seems like he's never actually been anywhere or done much of anything. Tell us about Kaya. Kaya, that's her name. I couldn't remember Kaya's name. Um, she seems really sweet. She seems like she's very been very protected all her life. Um, she seems intelligent and um, a caring person. Um, I think she cares very much for Usopp as a friend. Um, she's been sick. She's sick all the time. And she thinks that they keep telling her that the, the, the broth or the soup is the only thing that makes her feel better. But that's actually the thing that's poisoning her. Um, and um, she is also very wealthy. And she stands to, if she lives through her birthday, she stands to take possession of all of her father's estate and to be uh, in full control of the shipping yard. Tell us about Mary. Who the heck is Mary? Mary. With the ears? Was Mary the the girl servant? No. Was Mary the not the the heavy guy with the weird hairstyle? Oh, am I forgetting a character? Was he the Ram guy? Oh yeah, I forgot. I, I forgot his name. Yeah, yeah, the Ram guy. Yeah, he seemed nice. He's dead now. Um, he uh, he was their accountant uh, for the estate, and uh, he was very concerned for Kaya uh, and concerned that that she wasn't she was maybe being steered wrong by the butler guy um, whose name I don't remember. Um, but that uh, he really felt like he wanted to talk personally to Kaya about the matters of her estate um, on the eve of her birthday. And, um, and he, uh, he got himself killed for it because uh, he just kept pushing, trying to protect Kaya and, he didn't realize that uh, that the butler guy has knife hands. Yes, that's right. Very good indeed. And now, do we have any final thoughts from Barker? Uh, 